I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football podcast. We are a podcast, aren't we, John? Yeah. I'm a bit. I mean, I'm in. A, I'm in a good mood, John. I can't help it. I don't know why. It's the best sort of why. mood, isn't it? It's better than a bad it's, mood. It's, a good, it's better than a bad mood. I feel like I feel. I feel like I've, uh, a, a weight has lifted off my shoulders, and I've no idea why. Oh wow! I think it's because I went for a run earlier, John. Oh, pretty wh- good. Wow. Okay. And also, I've been vegetarian for a week. Wow, you are is, bringing in the changes. Been... <laughs> I only went away for a week. Well, I, I was a, I was a veg. I, it would be longer than a week, but I went to the England game. Forgot I was a vegetarian <laughs> and, and, and and had a sausage. <laughs> there we are. But you are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football podcast. Yes, with me, Charlie Baker, and John Cadogan, who's been away as well. I How dare you, John? Sorry about that. Have a holiday. From your voluntarily produced, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> free at all points, yeah, podcast about the National League. I'm How sorry. dare well, you? Well, John? we did. We had one window where we could both make it, and that window to record and edit and publish the podcast was about 25 minutes. It, um, it so was. I think we decided we, at that point that it probably wasn't worth it. I'm sorry about that. I, our usual thing, uh, usual thing of, of just get anything out. Put anything, <laughs> which 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 has happened only once or twice in the past, John. But normally worked out okay. We didn't think it was. We thought we were okay. We th- yeah. we, we thought our we thought our listener w- we would could... prefer some quality rather than us just wanging on. We we thought perhaps looking back on your solo episode um, oh, when I was at Cheltenham. Yeah, was, the, you say that, John. The, I, I wasn't going to bring it up. Sometimes silence is golden. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, John. But there was some call. For but another one, solo episode. One call for a solo episode. And I think <laughs> I think possibly ironically. John is one sum. Oh, let's not get into a semantic <laughs> semantics argument. 
Yeah, yeah, it probably is. You are it so anti-semantic. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're like Jeremy Corbyn. You're yeah, at, you're Ant- just anti-semantic. <laughs> but yes, I, I, I was, uh, I was away in Italy, Sicily, to be precise, oh, uh, which lovely. was beautiful. Uh, it did mean a week of constant Godfather impressions. Which I don't think God, oh. I don't see how anyone could find that annoying. Uh, whatsoever. I bet, I bet they've never heard it, John. A couple of ice cubes in your, in your, in your uh, above your lip. Yeah, exactly. But no, it wasn't that. But I, I mean, look, I, me. it was in uh, in Sicily, and I, and, I, and I did love it. I loved it so much. I'm uh, thinking of starting my own regional sort of department store, come theme park uh, out oh there. My, yes, yeah. of course, Prego Mills. Thank you very much. Thank you. Prego Mills. Thank what you very a much. Lovely idea, John. Thank you. Prego, come Pre- egg. Prego. Come, come, come down to Prego. Prego, Prego Mills. Prego Mills. What that would they have there instead of a train? A Fiat 500? Oh. Yeah, that's nice, John. Yeah. Yeah, you have a drive of your own Fiat 500, would be lovely. Perhaps kill a man. <laughs> for a pound. Yeah. <laughs> horse's head. Horse's head yeah. in your bed, for your bed. Two for one on horse's heads. Two for one horse's head. You ever eaten horse, John? I have. Have you? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, I've eaten horse. Lovely. Horse in Kazakhstan. It was very nice. Very nice. I've no idea why we don't eat it. <laughs> I was so I was supposed to do, I haven't spoken about this to anybody. I was supposed to do a chat, uh, well, a gig last Friday night. Looked into this gig because I didn't really recognize where it was. Turned out it's a charity gig, right? I do a charity gig normally. But I thought I only like doing a charity gig if I, I agree with the charity. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Right. Okay. So this charity. You tell me if I'm being if I'm wrong. I didn't do the gig. Wasn't the RNLI? Was it after the week they've had? No. 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 Swans. <laughs> Swans, John. Uh, right. What Swan Protection League? Like Swan Save the Swans or something. I don't know what it was. Who gives a shit about swans, John? Well, the There's queen, hundreds of them. The queen for starters. Yeah, well, you could have well bumped, now you could here have, we are. You could have put so your way John, up the here... old knighthood list there. No, John, this is what I'm talking about now. Right, save the swans. Do you know where this? Do you know where it was? This uh, Windsor. Uh. It's in Windsor. <laughs> Who's the only person who can eat swans in the country, John? True. Yeah. The Queen. Tend your own fire, <laughs> Your Majesty. <laughs> With all due respect. If you've got a lack of swans, perhaps you want to stop eating them after a few pints. Does she actually eat them? Do you enjoy Don't a roasted swan? We're a podcast. It's like the Wild West. You can say what you like on a podcast. That's true. Should we, should we work out what's coming up on the podcast? What's Hey, what's coming up in the podcast, John? Uh, so what's coming up on the podcast? Well, we've got yes. plenty of plenty of news. A manageable amount of news, I'd call it. It's not a two-game week, uh, oh, yeah. which is always a blessing. Um, yeah, so we yeah. got... Uh... In, in, in many ways, a bit of a rest, isn't it? Quite a nice rest. <laughs> you chose a good week to go on holiday, it was a, Yeah, I think it was a good week, actually. We've got another very special guest on the big interview. We are... Yeah. Um, I think our sort of in- profile is increasing. We're pulling in the big names. I'm, I'm certainly not are, cornering them. You get a them. lot of big names on it, John. Well, I think they're all, you know, listeners. Um, and, you know, yeah. really enjoy the podcast. I'm not sort of cornering them when they don't really have an opportunity to say no. Um, oh, good. They're, they're, good. You know, they're coming to us. Um, Who knew so many people loved the National League? I know, but this week, do you want me to give it away? If you enjoy... Uh, that, uh, that is your roll the dice Taskmaster. Task if you Whoa. enjoy Taskmaster on Dave, stay listening. 
Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. we've got huge news from Billericay, which we will come to uh, very oh, shortly, yes. but basically proves that um, we are football geniuses. Um, we know and... <laughs> what we're on about, John. It sounds like a load of old junk, but we know what we're talking really, about. Really, really do. Uh, and uh, we've got a new game. We've got a new game for the Foffs. Uh, well, a new game. The old, the old games run out because somebody won the league with Billericay. So basically... Matt Hayward. So winner stays on, gets to play the next new game. He does. I mean, basically... The game, which was supposed to be a parody of Billericay. <laughs> How can you parody? I don't know where real life stopped and, and the game began. Happens. The lines were when, blurred. And you, um, any letters, John? So got plenty of letters. Oh, lovely, John. Well, that all sounds uh, like a, a real podcast. And like we've had a week off and we've got a renewed energy. It's a shame that the, the week you chose to have a holiday is the same week that Talk United chose to have a holiday. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, it's true. A I did. holiday, a holiday in Chesterfield. How lovely, John! Give us the news roundup. At the top of the table, uh, Woking two, Ebbsfleet two. Um, Woking were two nil up uh, at half time at Ebbsfleet. Um, you know, right down there in the mire. Prime, what does that can- remind you prime of? candidates for Newton Abbott Football Club scored two goals in the last five minutes. The house of cards beginning to oh, collapse, teetering, teetering on the edge. The part time. <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to say. <laughs> I like that as a nickname, though. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, but that's what came out. No, no whatever John, comes out. Whatever comes out like, is what we put out. Yeah, the part time. Jules Holland. I will repeat my my gamble of if they win the league, I will shave my head 100%. They are nowhere near winning the league. I desperately don't want to see Woking win the league, if, but that would be some comfort. If Woking win the league, I will let Ben Gehring shave my head. <laughs> there we are. Maybe not. Yeovil 3, AFC filed 2. Mm. Mm. Oh. Oh, what is yeah. going on at filed? They cannot stop losing. Well, also, Yeovil have started to do really well, Yeovil John. Yeovil have How's really, that? really What's picked happened? up. How beans. has that happened? Yeovil have really, beans there. really picked up under Darren Sol. Uh, and Who likes pork? <laughs> Who likes beans? <laughs> pork and beans. The cassoulet uh, of uh, <laughs> National League football. Yes, and that's, your, that's lovely. Yeah. Now your French stews. But yeah. I actually found in the relegation zone, they're in 21st. Um, it's a bit of a disaster. I'm worried for them. Really. I'm, I'm really genuinely worried. worried for them. And it was uh, Wrexham won Sutton United one only a late penalty saved Wrexham. They were losing uh, that game for uh, for most of it. No wins in six now. Big no. big booze uh, at full time. But good news for Wrexham fans. You're up to nineteenth. Hey, woo! <laughs> good big big achievement there at the race Luke, course. Luke Young. Do you think Luke Young when he comes? Do you think he's going to get a good reception when he comes to Torquay, John? Yeah, probably. I was, I think his heart was always in the right place. I, I don't have a yeah. huge problem with him. But, I mean, big news also from, I mean, the fact that Brian Hughes is under massive pressure is absolutely unquestionable. Yeah. Big He'll boost. lose his job soon. He's got about three, two games left. Two games, three games. He might even outlast John Sheridan, though, possibly. Uh, Ooh, but, yeah, yeah well. I mean, the other big news coming out of Wrexham uh, is that their game uh, against Chesterfield... Um, which could be the battle of these shit managers, really. Originally scheduled yeah. for October the 12th, is now going to take place three days later due to Wrexham's involvement in the Tunnock's Challenge Cup. Oh. 
They're in the Scottish... Uh, hey. Scottish Champions Spoff twen- 23 will be enjoying this bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sponsored by... Uh, sponsored by Tunnocks. Oh, the, lovely. The Scotch uh, cake makers. Is it Scotch? Do you say well, Scotch? No, you don't really, but... Uh, no, no. I love Scottish. I love a Tunnocks, John. I've been to the Tunnocks factory... I I cannot believe that such a place exists as a you know an an attraction. They have merch, John. They have Tunnock's merch. What a sort hat. of merch? I bought a hat that looks like a Tunnock's tea cake wrapper. <laughs> um, before I had to go gluten free, John, a Tunnock's was my favourite of all the treats. The caramel wafers, the one, isn't it? That is the top one. Yes, John, you are absolutely correct because there is a, a league table of. Tunnock's products. I don't really know any of the others. The the, the snowball, John. Never had a snowball? I don't think so. It's like a desiccated coconut and and like that white stuff. (laughs) Never (laughs) had the cream. Yeah. Cream inside it. And you've got your your Tunnock's tea cake. Yes. Yes. I do know the tea cake. Yeah. So I would go number three tea cake, number two snowball, number one. Uh, wafer. It's got to be the wafer. Wafer. Yeah. Tunnock's wafer. Number, okay. Absolute number one. All day long. Well, with look. a cup of tea. You can't beat oh, it, John. with a cup of and tea. If anyone, very, has, very if anyone nice. wants to take me up on that, then do get in touch at, at natobspod. Or hashtag, nas- nationalobsession at gmail.com. Ha- hashtag Tunnock's ranking. I said ranking. <laughs> Wrexham, are they in the, like the next round or something? Or is it the first round? Do you want me to tell you who they're playing? Quarterfinal. The Scottish the Challenge lovely. Cup. God. Versus St Mirren under 21s. <laughs> Oh God. Sutton were in it yes. as well. Yeah, they, they were. Yeah, that happened yeah, the other year. Yeah, yeah. Very bizarre. Next um, year, get the goals get in the it. The goals next year. in Love the Tunnocks Cup. It was some other scores. It was Dover won. Uh, yeah, it's Dover won. Chorley won. Eastleigh won. Bromley won. Notts County won. The Halifax nil. Stockport won. Aldershot two. So Aldershot climbing their way out of the NAFC with yeah. that result. Uh, but the home side, Stockport, rocked this week as a uh, winger Jake Kirby decided he was giving up football. Although some would say <laughs> that by playing for Stockport, he'd already done that. Not me though. Why is, it, not why is he giving it up? Why not is he me. giving it up, John? Doesn't fancy it. Doesn't fancy it anymore. <laughs> Had enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> just he's got a month in. He's, but to be fair, he's quit before the season started. So, but yeah, elsewhere, Harrogate nil, Borehamwood nil, possibly the most boring game of the weekend. Dagenham oh three, God, no. Hartlepool one. So Dagenham really putting together a nice run of format. We tipped them to yeah, struggle. Just, just but... in time to play Torquay. Yes, yeah, man, thanks very much for that. But yeah, Peter Taylor putting together a solid run at Dagenham. They're up Ooh. into the playoffs. Uh, Barrow three, Sully Hole Moors nil. What the hell is going on at Sully Hole Moors? What? Uh, what the hell is going on at Sully Hole Moors, John? They're down in 12th. I mean, no wins in five. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Because last season did yeah. so well. So, yeah. so well. Really struggling. Filed. Same with really Harrog- Harrogate as well. They were up in the uh, in the playoffs last year. They're down in the 18th, yeah. not doing so well. Yeah. So a lot of those small teams yeah. sort of punched above their weight last year, not doing so yeah. well this year. Barnet won Maidenhead nil, uh, which brings us to this week's Poshest Player of the Week. Barnett's Ephron Mason Clark. And that's this week's Poshest Player of the Week. Of the North London Mason Clarks. The North London Mason Clarks. Uh, Barnett also had an extra game Tuesday night. They beat Aldershot 2 0. Uh, and it was also Chesterfield Montauk 0. Not interested. Mm, Not bothered. What? 
it is not the talky way to go to bottom of the league without a win all season. Yeah. And, and turn we, up and, and beat them. Turn up and never, I don't, think, I don't think we've ever, ever done that. Never. I don't think we've ever, ever beaten bottom of the league. We never, ever do. Uh, and down ever. in the National League South, well, this week, uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> a lot of goings on at Billericay. Um, yeah. First, Harry Wheeler, gone. Sacked. Yeah. Well, sacked. And then Jamie O'Hara brought in. Um, yeah, to the, manage with the friend of the show, with the friend of the podcast, iffy paragraph in that particular <laughs> sort of statement. Jamie O'Hara will take control of first team duties and will look to immediately make his mark by bringing in some young, talented academy players to add to the experience <laughs> we have. Who could that be? I wonder who that will be up front Not sure. with Matt, Matt, with Matt Reed. But yeah, Harry Wheeler out, Jamie O'Hara in. And then the short news Wednesday, Glenn Templin gone. For, for the second or third time. Roll the dice, Games Master. <laughs> Pick my son. It's, Pick I mean, my son. It's, we did get that absolutely spot on. I don't like to say we it. I mean, we don't, I mean, we're not going to blow our own trumpet, John. Um, but hold on a second. Was my own trumpet? Was you blowing your own trumpet? <laughs> a new feature. Lucky that you had a trumpet, <laughs> trumpet to hand. <laughs> What's weird is I'm not, I'm not at home. <laughs> <laughs> just beating up a busker. No, no other podcast has a trumpet to hand to blow. They just don't. That is pretty much all the news. This is the national obsession. The national obsession. You are listening to the National Obsession, and it's time for the big interview. The big interview. I mean, we've had some very big names so far: Bob Mills, Huge Jeff name. Stelling, Jeff Stelling, uh, Jamie O'Hara. Um, but this week is a man who, if you're a big fan of Taskmaster, it's going to be a treat for you. It is the comedian, Cheshire United fan, and host sidekick on Taskmaster. Create creator, creator John. Of creator Taskmaster, of. Alex Horn. Golf or football? Well, uh, it's going to be playing golf, watching football, if that's all right. I've taken up golf very late and I'm very bad at it, but I enjoy it because you don't have to run. Football is the best thing in the world. Cheshire United sound like the worst team in the country, are they? I don't understand the question. I don't know what that means. And they were united after uh, the Second World War when a lot of the uh, players players died in action. So actually, it's a very insensitive question. Uh, and they're not. They're, they're the third best team in the Southern Premier at the moment. And they have previously had Bruce Grubelar playing for them. Beards or beer? Very rare that you have to make that decision. Um, I think you can have both. But if I had to choose one... I don't think I want more than one beard. I don't think I want less than two beers. Oh dear, I'm going to have beer, please. Cheshire United win the FA Cup or Taskmaster goes massive in America. Cheshire United, please. Uh, they got through to the uh, round four, four years ago, and I went to watch them lose 4-0 to Bradford. We knew they were going to lose 4-0 to Bradford all the way there, but we did all daydream that they would get to the final and uh, beat 
City or something in the final. So absolutely, that would be that would be amazing. And Taskmaster going massive in America would be uh, fiddly in terms of my home life. The horn section or Taskmaster? Oh, that's a fiddly one. Hmm. I, I think when I'm 80, I still want to be doing the horn section. Um, probably will be happy not doing Taskmaster at that stage. So I'm going to go for a horn section in the long term. Taskmaster in the short term, so I'm trying to have my cake and eat it, please. Does Greg Davis have good feet for a big man? No, he does not. I've played tennis against him, but only in the Taskmaster garden for some filming things, and he was not good at tennis. Uh, he is quite a good dancer, though, but I can't imagine he's any good at football at all. Uh, but he is also a lovely guy, so I don't want to hurt his feelings. He also hates football with a passion. That's it. I'm Alex Horn on the ice. Yes, that was Alex Horn, and Taskmaster is on Dave every Wednesday at nine o'clock. The National Obsession. This is the National Obsession, and it's time for Letters from a Listener. When you go <laughs> As is Omar Bugle. There he is. Omar Bugle, here he is. <laughs> it's like the Andrews sisters are here in the room. The Jake Andrews sisters. Hey, oh, what a lovely one that is, John the Jake. <laughs> Something for the kids there. <laughs> the Force's sweetheart. The yellow sweetheart. Hey, John, any letters? We've got letters. I'm going to make a start oh, straight away. A new, a new correspondent, which is always a delight, Joe Fantastic. Holden. Joe Holden is sets his path to Foff stardom thus. He says, hi, lads, Fantastic. on the ice. I've been working through your Ace podcast over the last few weeks, following me seeing Charlie doing stand-up near Bath in July. Which took me right on back. The ice. Which took me right back to my childhood on the English Riviera. Since moving this way, uh, I've been to a few Bath City games, but will admit to you and not my mates up here that when Torquay came to Twerton Park last season, I would have been in the away end had I been able to go. Uh, the reason I'm writing is that I was at John Robbins' stand-up last week in Bristol, yes. and he opened. Oh. He opened by telling us how he'd accidentally said F and then <laughs> on Charlie's Talksport show at the weekend, and didn't know how to make it up to. Did he? Did he swear? He did, but it's, as you, as you know, John, did he get dumped? There is a there he get he got dumped. So uh, there was a little, there's a little delay, delay, isn't it? Tiny tiny little delay, isn't there, John? I think you had to dump me a couple of weeks ago. I, I no, I haven't to dump you. Anyway, John Robbins opened by telling us how he'd, he opened by yeah. telling us how he'd accidentally said and then on Charlie's talk show at the weekend and didn't know how to make it up to you. I shouted, "Get him a talkie scarf." Which John oh. thought, which John thought was a good idea. So keep an eye out in the mail, Charlie. How there nice! You go. He says while I'm here and discussing inadvertent swearing, I also thought I'd mention oh, that yeah. one of the bits that always makes me chuckle in the pod is during the intro to Talkie Corner. The crazed fan uh. shouts, "F off, Lino, Lino, you!" Yes, and yes. then if you listen carefully in the background, right, John, Effin and Jeffin, yeah. If you listen carefully in the background, you hear a member of the crowd also shout, <laughs> which isn't bleeped out. <laughs> Always makes me laugh. Keep up with the good work, like Do you want to hear it? Do we? Do we check that? Let's now? have a listen. Yes. Do you this is, I don't know. This is the family content we're known for. But well, yes. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Off, Lino. Lino, you. <laughs> oh, he did, yeah, there is. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I've just had to bleep that. Now, who, who so is? you didn't hear it, but he did say it. 
It's like a weird echo. Let's hear that once we'll more. Never, that is very we'll never, odd. We'll never be able to hear that Let's ever hear again. That. What a good spot. Listen to this. You must have really, oh, really I good know. head. I know you. <laughs> very odd. Ghostly, I'd say. That's what. A, first of all, Joe. Yes, that was Joe. A fantastic letter. Start. You are, and and you know what? You are like. I reckon one letter tops away from a fourth Ooh. number. It was so good. Okay. It was such a good letter, wasn't it, John? And on the on this note, you know we always say it's ten tweets. Ten tweets, one email. I, but but John, we don't keep track of the tweets. Some people will be tweeting us, then we go, I've tweeted twenty times. Maybe we should next week we'll put a can a few candidates forward for possible tweet only yes. foffs. Let let us know if you've tweeted us a no, lot no 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 don't do that sort of reply don't do that that would be falling right into the trap that's direct oh, yes. contravention oh, of the gosh. Doug Battersea rule uh do you want another email yes please this one comes from uh Andy Charles hello Andy uh hello says, Andy it was nice to meet him wasn't it it was lovely. yeah very nice he says welcome back from your week off gents did Harry Wheeler roll a five when he needed a six I see the poor mm. man has fallen foul of the real life Templins and Dragons <laughs> and now I can't help but wonder just what went on behind the scenes did Glenn simply shout at him pick my son and get ignored did Archie stand up for himself and say stop upsetting my dad and pick me whatever the case I don't see any option but for you guys to brush the cobwebs off the games master and bring Templins and dragons back or at least put our successful fall forward to Glenn for serious consideration to take over from Harry on the ice Andy Andy terrific on email on the ice Andy and stay Tra- tuned terrific email stay tuned because very shortly we will have sort of Templins and dragons on updates, the ice Andy sort of what Can I would I just like say, to suggest Andy sent in two excellent letters and we've met him yeah this I'm is what thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking John could you foff 24 24. Only 24 fobs from Tulsa. <laughs> Welcome, Andy. Welcome, Welcome club, Andy. Andy Charles. And finally, letters-wise, Joe McConville. Another ah. first-time emailer here says, Dear John and Charlie, picture the scene. Busy wife and mother about to begin their usual Sunday morning task, which mm. now the season has started, it hasn't, Joe, the season hasn't started yet, is accompanied <laughs> by the latest from the National League. Imagine my distress when it was not there. In the 25-plus oh. years that I've known Charlie, there have been difficult moments, including him walking through a glass door being one, but this <laughs> disrupted my whole Sunday. You walked through a glass door? I did, yes. I was courting my wife very early days, John. It was bonfire night, and I turned and walked through plate glass door Oof. cutting my <laughs> cutting my knee open <laughs> and my girlfriend at the time future wife yeah had to take, had to take me to a and e <laughs> on on bonfire night john which I mean, is I'm not guessing... the day to go to a and e because you see a lot of people with like a banger in their arm <laughs> And she says, in future, please can there be some warning of holidays so that I can prepare. Love the show and my newfound ability to discuss non-league football with the neighbours on the ice. AJ, uh, not a well, foff. AJ, Auntie Joe. No foff required because she is a foff. But also, she could. She is Doug Battersea's daughter. Oh, okay. So she'll be fully aware of She's the Doug Battersea sort rule. Of inherits the Doug Battersea rule. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's all the letters. Well, hey, Joe, on the ice to you, Joe. And thank she's uh, she's a huge fan of the podcast, John. Oh, that's very and um nice. she's one of the few who prefers you to me. There we are. Lovely letters there, John. Now lovely letters. Uh now a couple of weeks ago, before you had your ill-timed holiday, very selfish I'm, holiday, John. I was I apologize. I was only thinking of myself. So uh you may remember that 
Matty Hayward joined us. Fof number eight. Yes. Is he number eight? Yes, joined us and um, to play the Billy Ricky game, yep. the Tamplins and Dragons. He rolled the dice games master and he did what many have tried, but few oh, have none, 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 have, none have succeeded at until he did it, which was win the league with Billy Ricky, which got him the job. Since then, um, of course, Glenn Tamplin <laughs> has resigned from yeah. Billy Ricky. Harry Weed has been this, sacked. Uh, Harry Weed has been sacked. So I think this has created the path for Matty to become the Billericay manager and possibly even chairman. Anyway, he's won through to play the next game on the list, which we all know is Alan Dowson's Porter Cabin. And um, we, he joins us on the line now. Hello, Matty. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very well. Very well. Welcome how's it back. How's it all going? Since How's it been since you won won the league with Billericay a couple of weeks ago? A few people ringing you, a few media opportunities? I mean... I've I've barely stopped celebrating to be honest. Yeah, um, it's a prestigious I'm bleeding champagne in a minute. Very good. Now, so you're going to play the new game. Um, well, I will hand over to the games master in a minute. Uh, but um, I'm assuming you're up to play the new game. It's called Alan Dowson's Port Cabin. It sounds great. Okay, John, should we hand over to the games master? Better hand. Welcome, fair traveller. Thank you. Success breeds success, they say. <laughs> yes, they do say that. Yeah, they do. I, I Someone thought. said that. Thank you. And you come back to put your crown on the line. Do you wish to play Alan Dowson's Porter Cabin? I would love to play Alan Dowson's Porter Cabin. Hello, it's me, Dowson, here, and welcome to me Porter Cabin. You might have seen me conduct my post-match interviews in here spouting my usual array of Geordie gibberish. But what you probably don't know is that I've also got all manner of artefacts and treasures stored away inside here too. And what I'm going to get you to do is try and guess what it is I'm holding in my hand here through a series of convoluted, <laughs> convoluted verbal clues. Are you with me? I'm with you so far, Alan. This is your final chance to back out of the porter cabin matty dare you or do you wish to press on i've come so far let's go for it the only help i'm going to give you is that i'm very into my vintage weaponry this week okay it's a weapon matty it's alan dowson with a weapon in his hand <laughs> <laughs> you must guess what the weapon is you have three clues matty to hear the okay. first clue, you may not speak to Alan direct. You may only speak to the games master. So you must say, first clue, please, games master. Uh, first clue, please, games master. Right, we got to eventually clue number Alan, one. Alan, <laughs> give us a clue. Alan, Alan, give us a clue. Right, Clue, clue number one. I'm holding here in my hand a smooth bore weapon first developed in the early 16th century, capable of penetrating heavy armour and largely used for the defence of towns and fortresses. There we are, Matty. Any guesses on the weaponry? What, what weapon has Dowson got in his hand? It's heavy and it can penetrate <laughs> armour. Can I have another clue, Games Master? 
You must say second clue, please, Games Master. Apologies. Second clue, please, Games Master. Alan, give us a clue. Alan, Alan, give us a clue. Right, clue number two. Famed for its flintlock mechanism, the last contact with the barrel would gives the bullet a spin around an axis and my music run out. Gives the bullet a spin around an axis at right angles to the direction of flight. The aerodynamics result in the bullet veering off in a random direction from the aiming point, making them extremely hard to pick off an enemy target from any more than 300 metres away. There, Matty, what comes out of the end comes out at right angles of Alan's weapon. Crikey. Um, this isn't really my area of expertise, so I'm going to ask for a third clue, please, Games Master. Alan. Give us a final clue. Alan, Alan, give us a final clue. Well, this weapon uses paper cartridges, which consist of a pre-measured amount of black powder and ammunition all wrapped up in paper. Cartridges would then be placed in a cartridge box, which would typically be worn on the belt during a battle. Any ideas, Matty? Or will you lose your crown? Joe, you know, I haven't got the foggiest. Um, some sort of paper... Bullet gun. <laughs> a paper bullet gun is the lad's answer, Alan. What is the answer, please, Alan? I'm afraid you've been defeated by Alan's porter cabin. What I'm holding here in my hands is an 18th century American Civil War musket from the Battle of Gettysburg. Bad luck, Matty. You risked it all and you lost it all. Farewell. Farewell. <laughs> the National Obsession. There we are for another week, John. Please do add a holiday. I think it was a, a much better episode for it. Do you think? And we all know now to go to Sicily, don't we? Yeah. Do get in touch at NatObsPod or nationalobsession at gmail.com. Enjoy your football. Enjoy the National League on the ice to you. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker.